telling you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your body's like, wait a minute, we've been here before. Good morning. Six o'clock club, what's up? Let's get this thing started, man. We always start with you first. So if you're awake first thing in the morning, we just call you the six o'clock club. Text us. We shout you out. 410-583-1065. Who's up? Veronica, good morning. Our Greek goddess Diana from Annapolis is with us. Oh. Jess R. from Westminster. Big Energy Lisa. Lou and Glenn Burney is checking in. Terrence, Christine, Clever Kevin. Eileen from Sykesville, good morning. Our kinder care ladies Karen and Amber. Miss Bynum from Patterson High School. We've got Drew from Precise Performance. Mama McJam. John, the Annapolis locator. Cindy in Westminster. Miss Denise Buzz 558 for Harper Tech is here. Anthony from Catonsville and Los Mail Nurse. Happy Monday. Um, you had an interesting weekend situation. Yeah. How'd yeah. that go down? Well, experienced a concert getting canceled the day of for the first time in my life. Yeah. What was the plan? The plan was to go to Philly and see SZA on Thursday. And when we found out that everything was canceled, at that point it was too late to cancel like the hotel. We would have lost the money. Yeah. And we almost didn't go. We just because we were so bummed and I think like angry and pissed about it. And then uh, you texted me and you were just like, just go just or go, either dude. call and like tell them to give you back your money or like one or the other, yeah. you know? Yeah. And we ended up going and honestly, I think we had a better time this past weekend exploring and just kind of going on a whim of things than we would have if we if we went to the concert. What? Uh, why was the concert canceled in the first place? Still no word? So she did not say anything until like an hour before she was supposed to go on stage. By the way, there were people at our hotel on their way to the concert and I had to be like, hey, it's not happening. Damn. Because cause you don't, when you're all excited, you're not checking your email. You're checking her Instagram. Well, you're seeing if you, if she's like... I, I wouldn't even do that. If I had tickets to a concert, I would just go to a concert. You yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. I've never been. I mean, most of us, I would say, just maybe COVID get kind of weird there for a minute, but like, you would just go. Like, you would just, you had tickets to a show, you go into the show. I would never check to see, like, for example, if I went to a Hippodrome musical, I'm not going to check before I go to no. make sure it's still showing. You're like, just going to showing. your tickets right. and your email yeah. to go to get in, right. right? And, like, yeah, there was a bunch of girls that were just like, I'm like, hey, girl, I don't know if you know, but you yeah, know what I mean? Man. And uh, so something happened to where, like, production, as far as, like, something having to do with the arena, I don't. I don't know. She also turned off her comments on Twitter so people couldn't, like, respond to that. You know what I, I mean? Because I was watching it on, on TikTok, too. There's oh, a lot of stuff TikTok on TikTok. TikTok was, was blowing crazy about up. it. Yeah. So if you missed the uh, the SZA show, you were not uh, you were not alone. Jess was also like, and well, what do we do? In that mess. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. Number three. It's National Women's History Month, so every day for the month of March, we're taking a moment to look at the way women have made the world a better place. And today we honor American aviator Jerry Cobb. Born in 1931, she became the first woman to pass all qualifying physical and psychological exams for astronaut training in 1959, finishing in the top 2% of all those, mostly men, who were tested. She was on the verge of becoming the nation's first female astronaut 
but NASA had no interest in sending women to space, and she wasn't allowed to finish training because of her gender. Doesn't that seem crazy? Yes, no that interest sounds in insane. Top two percent. You can't have a woman up there. Uh-huh. What might they do? You know, like, what? Why was that? Okay, whatever. Number two. Ford is working on a new feature that would let people take naps behind the wheel. <laughs> Until recently, Ford has been working on cars to where you wouldn't have to drive at all. But they've abandoned that for now, and instead they're focusing on something called Eyes Off the Road. Basically, they want to make AI so good at driving on highways that you wouldn't have to pay attention at all. You could just be on your phone or even take a nap. Obviously, they'll have to prove it's safe enough before any laws would change to allow people to actually sleep in their car while it's operating. And apparently, there are people out there that already do that in their Teslas, but it's just actually, yeah. it's not legal at all. How do you feel about that? Do you Are you ready to trust technology? No. <laughs> Mm-mm. Again, I'm I'm dad. I like the idea, but I want to be like I want to do it like ten years after it's been like normalized. I think all of us that are awake right now would love to be able to think sleep a little it. extra while you're on your way to work. But that's so terrifying. Still, imagine if you drive from Baltimore down to DC and you could sleep for an extra I mean, hour. Like that would be amazing. But I just don't know that I could like take my eyes off the road. And just, like, trust the car to do its thing. Yeah. I think I'd be sitting there a nervous wreck. It's not so much your car, but everyone around you as well. Yeah. Number one. Chris Rock made history over the weekend with his new Netflix special, performed live from Baltimore at the Hippodrome Saturday night. Titled Selective Outrage was the first ever live broadcast on Netflix, and for the first time, he finally addressed getting slapped at the Oscars last year by Will Smith. Take a listen. I've got smacked at the Oscars by this mother. And people like did it hurt. It still hurts. I got summertime ringing in my ear. But I'm not a victim, baby. You will never see me on Oprah or Gail. I couldn't believe it. And I love men in black. And I took that hit like Pacquiao. You know, he also went on to say that Jada hurt Will more than he hurt him. Mentioning Jada's affair, he went all into that with August Alsina. And he also criticized Jada for telling him not to host the 2016 Oscars because Will didn't get nominated that year. And there wasn't enough diversity in the, in the nominee. So he goes in. Did you watch it? Yeah. Did you watch it live? I, I did not watch it live. <laughs> no. First of all, no, listen to me. First of all, I had every intention to watch it live, but I was passed out. I passed out. But I I watched I watched the entire thing. And let me let me get this out first. It is hilarious. It's phenomenal. Obviously, this is Chris Rock. So if if you're not into that kind of like humor and you get and, you know, don't watch it if you if you feel like getting offended. You know what I mean? Obviously, go into it. But he I mean, I think. It was well worth the wait. I think he was obviously scheming and planning on how he wanted to do this and what he wanted to say, and he popped off. So the reason that I feel justified this morning is because this was his very first live performance. Netflix has never done a live event before like this. And Jess was like, that's so cool. That's so cool. You can watch it live. And, and, I said, and you could have seen the wants- pre-show and the post-show and all that kind of stuff. And I'm bummed that I missed it because that's not up there. It's like, it's not there. Nobody wants to watch it live. Like, no, we don't need to watch a live comedy special. So what, you watch it on Sunday when at your leisure when you could. I know. And that's the benefit of it. But if I would have set an alarm, I would have watched it. So I take the L on that. <laughs> set an alarm. No, seriously. We worked too damn hard. I took the L. Hard. We worked too damn hard to have to like, wait on specific programming at certain 
time. This is Jess, and that was your top three. <laughs> if your partner tried to kill you, would you stay with them? <laughs> Y'all, this has got to be the weirdest story we've talked about the whole entire year. And you already know where it's coming out of. Pencil friggin' Vania. <laughs> what? All right. If you're new to our show, we just, we, we're a Maryland-based morning show. And sometimes, all quite often, we turn our attention north and like say, what in the hell is happening in Pennsylvania? The weirdest, Florida is by far the weirdest state, but Pennsylvania, man, is like neck and neck, right? Yeah, PA So Cray Cray is always done with love. We love our neighbors in PA, but it's the weirder stories that tend to come out of there. So like, what would you do, honestly? I mean, if your partner tried to kill you, I think most of us would be like, this isn't, this isn't going to work out. Well, let, let me introduce you to Tony and Francis Toto. Okay. Because they're celebrating 57 years of marriage. Oh, no. As of this week. Yeah. And guess what? She tried to kill him. Why? Let me let me actually, instead of telling you this story, I'm going to play you this story because you just got to take this whole thing in, okay? We've been blessed that we are together all these years. There was a one time when we had some rough time. He's putting it mildly. The year was 1983. Tony strayed from the marriage and Francis found out. Francis did hire teenage hitmen to help her try to kill Tony five times, including failed attempts to blow up his car and attack him with a baseball bat. One night, Francis put a bottle of sleeping pills in Tony's food, and then the hitmen shot him. Twice, one in the back of my head, the one and the bullet were right through the chest. And the one in his head is still there. I don't think I was thinking straight. What? It was like a love-hate kind of a thing. After five days, police found out about the plot and arrested Francis and the teenage hitman. Tony spent 12 days in the hospital. The first thing he did when he was discharged was bail out Francis. And then we both cry and uh, we said to each other, you know, for now on, let's talk, let's talk. Let's communicate better. Something that we should have done before. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we probably should talk that. Instead of trying to kill each other, we probably should have And they're still like, together. 50, so this, this couple in Allenstown, Pennsylvania now, is celebrating their 57th wedding anniversary. Okay, talk, oh talk me goodness. through this story. Talk me through this story. Is that love or is that just absolute chaos? That's chaos. Like, would anybody... You should not know. He's like, yeah. She said the bullet is still in his head. She's like proud of it. Almost no. in the sense where she was like, yeah, I mean, it's still there if you look at it. And, and like, if you watch the video, they're super sweet. Like, super sweet old people now. And I like, you could argue... This happened back in the day, obviously. You could argue it was 83, so it was, um, that was the year I was born, so it was 40 years ago. Yeah. But like, would you, in your right mind... Because they say, listen, marriage is about... Ups and downs. She it's said about. We went through a rough time. No, she shot you. It's not. That's not like a low key rough patch. I mean, honestly, Tony. Like, if, if Garage Boy tried to kill you, would no. you stay with him? No, I don't. No, I'm not. I'm not staying with Garage Boy if he tries to have have me taken out. They turn it into a movie, actually. Really? Yeah, it's, a, it's an actual movie you can go rent. It's called uh, I Love You to Death. Oh, no. But it all started just a few minutes north of us, folks. Allentown, Pennsylvania, getting all the attention this morning. But P.A. so cray-cray. Wow. Is adulting basically just doing chores until you go to sleep? <laughs> and then you wake up and you do it all over again? You go to work and then you do more chores? That's it. 
constant. And then all of a sudden, you wake up and you're you're like on death's door. You're like, what happened? And if you decide to do anything outside of your normal chore routine, then you're just screwed for the whole week, and it's just it's just a mess. Explain. So Garage Boy and I went to Philly this weekend, and we had the best time ever. But then we get home like late. Let let's say like by the time we got home, it was like late Saturday night or whatever, mm-hmm. and. We have a very scheduled routine on the weekends. Like, we go to the gym, we meal prep, we go to the grocery store, we do laundry. Basically, the weekends are, like, one low-key fun activity and then just preparing for the following week to make sure we have our lives together and, like, our home is clean. And this weekend, by not having all of that time, yesterday was, like, we were so tired and everything was just like there's this huge pile of laundry right now and like the, like the we have to meal prep tonight like there's yeah. just so many things that we have to do and i'm like is this what life is I think you literally get to a point, and tell me if this is right or wrong in your life, and I can't even imagine. By the way, for those that have kids, whoa, we are playing I mean, We are playing a different game, and oh, I understand yeah. that, right? I understand that, like, you're weak, you can't even, you look at us, and you're like, free time, okay, yeah, don't, yeah. don't talk to me, people with no kids, because right. that's completely different. Uh, yeah, like, literally, what I found is the weekend isn't really for relaxing. It is to actually make the week more tolerable. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're in your 20s, it's a little bit different. I think, because Jess is, this is, like Jess's very last minutes of the 20s. Like the weekend was used to party, have a good time, socialize. Totally. Spend like 30 minutes doing adult stuff. Like you'd, you'd like go online and pay one bill. You'd wash one load of laundry and leave it in there the whole entire week and then you have to rewash it again because you forgot about it. And that was it. Like that was it. <laughs> yeah. you, you could wear the same outfit all next week. It didn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. I think what happens when you turn into an adult is that if you try to keep your life on track, it literally consists of you doing absolutely nothing you may get, like you said, one yeah, thing. Yeah, we go to lunch. Like, we'll go to Korean barbecue. But you, then we go back home and we continue our situation. And that's after we went. It's also making sure all of the adult things get done first before we do, like, the fun activity. Oh, no. That's like an hour. Listen, that You have time for the one fun activity yeah. if everything else is aligned. Yeah. Like, if you oversleep by 30 minutes, your weekend is over. <laughs> like, there's no, like, like, that's exactly how I felt this weekend. I had so many things to do, right? But I still had a, f- a couple hours for like free time all of a sudden I looked down it was like it was like I went through a time warp yeah all of a sudden it's Sunday night and I still have done like 20% of everything I needed to do and I was like what just happened now I'm coming mm-hmm. into Monday yeah being like I didn't put enough time into prepping now my week is ruined do you feel like a priority in your relationships and I'm not even just talking about like a romantic relationship with your work relationships with your friendships do you feel like you are a priority Think about your answer for a second, and we'll explain why that's important today as we get into this next segment. It's Mix 1065. It's Kramer and Jess. On Monday, we do something called Mom's Money Motivation on this show. This is my mom all the way from Georgia. Hi, Mom. Hi, honeys. She is just here to pump you up for the week. She's been pumping me up now for almost 40 years. So uh, I pass this gift on to you now. My mom and I do a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast if you want to go check it out. But for the radio show, we do Mom's Monday Motivation. So what do we have for today, Mom? It's from Maya Angelou. Never make someone a priority when all you are to them is an option. Oh, girl. Uh Somebody breaking up after this clip. Oh, my God. Somebody's Uh about to get a nasty text Mm -hmm. on a Monday. Why can't I be the priority? All right, Mom, your your take on it. Well, you know, if you're going to give your heart and soul to someone and they don't do that in return, then you don't need them. 
um, because, you, you know, it needs to be mutual. And so if you're just one of many and and you want to be the one or whatever yeah. uh, in someone's life, no. Do you think that I can also be used anywhere else in your life other than just romantically? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Like, I kind of, the first thing I thought, too, was like work. Like mm. you're coming in. You're going, Right now you're driving into work. You're putting in. 40-ish hours or 50-ish whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, what do you, but what are you getting out of it other than money? Mm-hmm. Because you can get money anywhere, Or how right? are they treating you? Like, yeah. I mean, just, just, are they kind? Yeah. Like, you know, do they talk down to you? Are you an option? Are you an option? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're just the option? I mean, I guess at the end of the day, we're all just kind of options that would work. But like, do you feel like that? Or do you feel like you're honestly valued doing that not right. just a relationship just anywhere else you can think of when it comes to like being well romantically but also just friendships too i was listening to et eric the hip-hop preacher and he made this he, he <laughs> said something who? his name is he, he he's actually a really inspirational like motivational speaker yeah. but he calls him he is eric the hip-hop, the hip-hop preacher. preacher cool mm-hmm. oh. and he <laughs> said something along the lines of like you're inviting everybody to your house and they don't even bring a plate or they don't even bring a side but all they have is a to-go plate me. You know, like just taking and taking <laughs> yeah, and taking from yeah. you and not doing anything to fill you up as well. Because I feel like every single relationship, no matter what it is, you need to be filling up each other. It yep. needs to be a two-way street there. And if I, it's not, you need to take a step back and wondering, why do I always feel like crap after I am around that one person? Yep. I would take literally yes. all your relationships into account really quick today. Just think about that. Like, is it a mutual thing? Is it mutual? And if it's not, don't you want it to be? Something to kind of like weed through. All right. That's Mom's Money Motivation. If you want more motivation and just talking about life and just stuff, uh, that's a terrible pitch for the podcast. Uh, but it's over on the Odyssey app. It's called Certified Mama's Boy. And until next week, Mom, I love you. Okay. Love you guys forever. We have Pinatana tickets this week, okay? Like. Hallelujah. How's that hitting for you, player? How's that hitting? Take it in. Hallelujah. Everyone. I feel good. I feel spiritually revolved. Everybody is trying to keep their eyeballs open (laughs) on the road because they're exhausted. And now you want to hit us with the hallelujah pentatonics right now? You couldn't find one of the uplifting like beatboxing ones that they do? (laughs) We're sitting here. Before we give these tickets away, we always like to play, obviously, a clip of who we're giving you tickets to, right? Yeah, you're going to see them August 12th at uh, Jiffy Lube Live, by the way. And Jess is like, I pick out this song. It's arguably one of their bigger covers. And Jess is like, really? The hallelujah one? My eye is twitching because I'm trying to stay awake right now. (laughs) I can't imagine how you're feeling right now, taking your kids to school. You're like, please. (laughs) All right. Well, I I challenge Jess tomorrow to to come at me with a better... Pentatonic song, and we'll play that. Fair? But today, this is what you're getting. And maybe this is what you needed, Jess. Sure. This is what you needed. I hope hope this is helping somebody. Call in number 10. Those tickets are yours. (laughs) Who is this? Hi, this is Aaron. Aaron, do you have a a, a better pentatonic song we could play this morning off the top of your head? No, it's my absolute favorite. I'm telling you, the people want it, Jessica. No, I understand, but... The people want it. But is that that something that you need at like 7.30 in the morning? Yes. Yes, it is. All right, you know what? (laughs) Then If y'all need it, then we will give it to you gladly. (laughs) Fine, if that's the song you want to hear for the next five days, take it. Take it from me. (laughs) Those tickets... Wait, who is that? That's Geneva. I have Geneva and Malcolm in the car. What do you guys think? Do you like it or no? 
They love it. Okay, the whole family Honestly, loves it. That's what you want. The yeah, family if you, wants it. If you love it, then, then, we're, then, we, it. then we're doing our job. We're going to play it all damn day. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, you got the tickets. Congratulations. <laughs> August 12th at Jiffy Lube Live. Have a good time. When your best friend runs out of advice and your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Audrey from Glen Bernie. So what is our dilemma today? So would it bother you if your partner had their ex-girlfriend's name tattooed on their chest? <laughs> yes, um, very much so. <laughs> End of group therapy. Thank you for coming. Um <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, well, maybe there's, maybe we're missing something here. So what's the actual situation? So my husband, who I've been married to for a year and seven months, mm-hmm. he has a tattoo of his ex-girlfriend's name on his chest. He knows it bothers me, but he keeps putting it off, like getting it removed, why, you know? Why doesn't he want to get it removed? He talks about getting it removed. He puts it off. And then more recently, I put my foot down. You know, this is wrong. It bothers me. You know what bothers me? Get rid of it. Yeah. And he said, we just, we're still early in our marriage. We're saving for a house. And he doesn't want to spend the money on that. Oh, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just so, just so that we're clear, and this is probably a dumb question, but like, why, why does it bother you? You know, um, yeah. every time we're doing my wifely duties, I gotta see <laughs> that name on the chest. Yeah. That's not really fair. No, it's not fair. I get it. I get it. Okay. So, so you're what? What? What is your question? I guess. What are you trying to figure out? Like, is it me? Am I being overly sensitive? Like, I want to know from, you know, get some other opinions. Would it bother he, another he just, person if they were you, in this scenario? He just wants you to get over it. He's saying, like, this is, you shouldn't have to worry about this, and you're saying this is a big deal to me. And so you're just get, kind of like, yeah, okay, all right. get over it and almost, like, you know, deal with it. Yeah, because you guys have other things to pay for. He also said that, you know, it, everyone has a past. It's not a big deal, and I should let it go. Okay. All right. 410-583-1065. Maybe we can get some people on the phone. Like, would that bother you? Like, does would that bother if your partner had another partner, another ex-person's name, name tattooed on them that was not a child or a family right. member, right? Yeah. Like, a, like an ex-lover, if you will. Um, or would you just, I mean, in his defense, he's saying, like, Yo, we all got a past. Like, there's some of these things you can't just wipe clean. And, like, the tattoo... Actually, you can. It's called tattoo removal. <laughs> the tattoo is going to take time and money, more importantly, to get rid of. So it's a lot easier for you just to get over it yeah. than for us to invest the money and the time into actually taking care of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 410-583-1065, especially if you've been in a spot like this before. Jess... Is that something she needs to get over, or does he need to get rid of it? He needs to get it removed. He needs to get it covered. There, there needs to be a, a payment plan for the tattoo removal process. <laughs> she doesn't like it, and, like, that should matter. And I can't imagine having to look at that every single day. Yeah. I don't. I, it can't be passed if it's in my face every freaking day. I mean, I'll give you credit. I don't know that I could even date somebody. I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm like a super what? jealous person. I'm just saying, like, I don't know that I, if I, that was like early on, I can't, I wouldn't have waited until I got married and then be like, now could you do this? That would have been a very early discussion, I think, before Yeah, but like, like she said, you know, he kept putting it off, he kept putting it off, and now he's trying to be like, just forget about it. But let me, let me, let me play devil's advocate on his side for a second. Like, 
I mean, there is a point that's true of like, we all got something. There's some kind of baggage that we all bring into new relationships. His just happens yes. to be a tattoo. It's not like he's bringing, um, and I, I don't know, does he have kids from this previous relationship? No, but just this is just no. This is you cannot. This compare. is not a kid. Yeah, this you can't compare because they're, no, they're both kind of they're both permanent, you right? You can't compare like, kids to tattoos because I kids become a part of your family, and a tattoo you can easily get removed or covered. A kid is a per is a is a human being. Yes, I don't, I don't know, man. I would put those two in the same category. Hell no, honest you're crazy. to God, they both kind of come in and like he's crazy. <laughs> Katie from Cockeysville, good morning. Morning. Does he need to get rid of it or does she need to get over it? Uh, he needs to get rid of it. I met my husband and he had their pet names. He called her Belle. She called him Bear. Like Belle and Bear, like the uh, oh. Belle of Beast and yeah. Oh, Bear. Bear. Yep. Okay. So, so like you had to like look and where was his tattoo? Oh, they're on his forearm. Okay, oh. so every time you looked at his forearm, you had to see their their pet names. That is like, annoying. That's, okay, that's bad. That's bad. Okay, so like, how did that? But honestly, how did that affect you? Oh, as soon as I realized it, because when we first started dating, she came up with this excuse that I didn't know, and then it dawned on me that those were pet names. And oh, we were at dinner, and I said, "Okay, those are getting removed." Yeah. So you made him remove it. I made a move, we were only about a year into dating, actually, and I was like, you can get them lasered or you can get them covered, but they're gone. <laughs> or you can get rid of your arm. I don't care. Like, something's got to go. And how much, how much did that cost him? Uh, $1,000. So in, in this sense, though, like, so if, if, you know, now that you're, you guys are still together, Yeah. Okay, so, you know, obviously, if you're a new couple and you're saving up for a house, you feel like that that $1,000 would still be more important to go to the tattoo removal versus towards a home. I mean, I was the same thing, like she had mentioned, I don't like looking at it, especially when there's other things happening. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Okay. That's, that's going to affect your relationship and your intimacy. Okay, that makes sense. Well, uh, tell uh, yeah. t- tell tell Bear we said hello. No, I'm no, kidding. It's too soon. It's too stop soon. It. That was insensitive. That I'm was sorry. disrespectful. I'm sorry, I'm sorry about but thank that. Thank you. Thank you for calling us. Oh, good. Bye. Four ten. Four ten. Not not okay. Show is so messy today. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Uh, Gina from Hartford County. Good morning. Good morning. So does he need to get rid of the tattoo or does she need to get over it? I I mean, honestly, I think she just needs to get over it. Like there's way worse things that could be affecting their relationship than a tattoo. Mm -hmm. A tattoo can be removed. At least it's not like step kids. You know? <laughs> okay, hang on. Okay. I didn't, because I, I'm getting chewed out on text today. Kramer tried to compare <laughs> your partner having their ex's name tattooed on them, just the same as your partner bringing kids from a previous what? relationship into your current what? situation. What I meant was, is that yes, when you enter into a new union, you have to bring, they're bringing whatever they have with them. And if it's kids, then that's something that you obviously have to understand before you get into it. Kids tattoo, and tattoos are not the same. A tattoo thing. is kind of the same thing. They're it's like not. it's part of their. It's not part of their present, but like you still have something like you should have to deal with, especially if it's going to financially cost you something you can't afford to do. You know? Oh no. I mean, a kid is kind of like a tattoo. It's always around. You really can't get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just speaking from experience. I am dating someone with kids, and you know, I'm going through all the motions. I didn't sign up to be a stepmom, but I still am present. But you know, I'd much rather it be. 
I tattooed. You agree with my theory that like there is there every, everyone's going to come with something, and if all the yeah, something that, that they could bring, the tattoo to you is not like the worst thing in the world. She should just kind of get over it. Absolutely. I okay. mean, there could be way more situation happening, both baby y'all. mama drama and stuff. I will not. I will <laughs> not accept both y'all trying to compare I'm, stepkids no, I'm just, and I'm tattoos saying, of your ex's it's, name. It's something. Okay, Addie from Baltimore. You understand my sentiment, right? Of like, like uh, a tattoo is kind of like having uh, having a, a child you bring into a new relationship. Yeah, but a child, honey, is a package deal. If you love that man, you love that woman. You know they have children. It's a package deal. You can't get rid of them. They're there forever. I mean, even when they marry. Yeah. But you tell you tell the wife to borrow the money. I'm sure they have parents or friends. Give it to a gift for the husband. So, if not, I think the husband still has feelings for her. I mean, every time you lay down and have make love to this man, it's on his chest. Wait, it's so not you're, like on the back of his arm or on his butt. It's right there staring that woman in the face. Wait, yep. let, me, let me get this straight, Addie. You think, your theory is that if somebody is unwilling to get a ex's name tattooed removed, that they, they have still have feelings for that person? Yes, sir. There's wow. a reason why he doesn't want to get it removed. You know what I'm saying? I, I hadn't thought about this until right now, but that does kind yes, of make sir. sense where you're kind of like... There's well, a reason why. Maybe he's not... You know, content with this woman. Maybe he's not sure, so he's always got something to fall back on, and that's all he's got to do is tell this woman, "Well, Kathy, I still got your name on my chest. You know, I still love you." Yeah. Addie, Addie says he can just go back any point, but hey, we already got oh, the tattoo. Yeah. Like we can figure anything else out. Yeah, that's, Damn, right. that's right. Okay. You I, know, I love you. I, 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 I never see got, that. I never got it taken away. Addie's taking a whole another angle on this one. Thank you. Thank you. Love that. Addie, have a great Monday. Okay. You too, honey. Have a great day. Have a blessed. Now, these are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. All right, this show's been just off the charts today. Number three. So there's good news and bad news for the Ravens and their report card from the NFL Players Association. Baltimore ranked 17 overall out of 32 teams. It's pretty amazing. Players gave the team A's for locker room facilities and for travel. But strength coaches were given an F minus. The main areas of concern are a desire to improve the quality of food, weight room equipment, recovery resources, and the Drink stuff. Wow, that's not uh, that's, that's like, many that more feels F's. Like some shade. <laughs> that doesn't even like average out to a C. That averages out to like. What's wrong a, with the food? What are they feeding them? Man, I don't know. Number two. The Victoria's Secret Fashion Show is making a comeback after four years. The company confirmed that a new version of the fashion show would return later this year. In recent years, they've been working up to basically revamp their image, ditching the iconic supermodel angels for more diverse and inclusive models and spokespeople, including soccer star Megan Rapinoe and also actor Priyanka Chopra. So I guess we're just going to have to wait and see what kind of inclusivity are we going to see for this new, newly reimagined Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. How do you feel about it? Um, you know what? I'm curious. I'm curious to see. I think one of the reasons why Rihanna is so successful with her fashion show is because of the inclusivity. Mm-hmm. Every single color, every single every single body shape is represented and That's also true. also appreciated. And, and she doesn't right. She doesn't. I would say they're putting on similar types of shows, but so we're gonna see. It's not these little rail thin white women only walking down the runway. Right. You know. So I mean, I don't. I don't like it. I mean, I mean, I don't like the idea of it. Like, when you say Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, like, just those words alone, well, like, I get cringy because I'm like... Because of what it's What become. it was. Mm-hmm. So can that be revamped? I mean, I don't know. I, we'll have to see. We'll mm-hmm. have to see. What they, but I feel like they've got to bring the most 
inclusive. They can't, no, no BS this year. Mm-hmm. No BS. Number one. Chris Rock made history over the weekend with his new Netflix special performed live right here from Baltimore at the Hippodrome Theater Saturday night. Titled Selective Outrage, this was the first ever live broadcast on Netflix, and for the first time, he finally addressed getting slapped at the Oscars last year by Will Smith. Take a listen. I got smacked at the Oscars by this mother, and people like didn't hurt. It still hurts. I got summertime ringing in my ears. But I'm not a victim, baby. You will never see me on Oprah or Gail. I couldn't believe it, and I love men in black. And I took that hit like Pacquiao. So I didn't even put this together. We actually got a text from a listener that pointed this out, Eileen from Sykesville, because I was curious, like, why would he do it here? He did it here because Jada is from Baltimore City, and do he you, did it in her city. Do you think that, because I was trying to figure out, typically... When you see these stand-up specials, they're done from like Madison Square Garden, right? Like some massive venue. I was like, I was trying to figure out, even last week when I was like, why the Hippodrome? Which is a beautiful venue, but this doesn't really make a lot of sense. You know, of like, why? Do you think, honestly, it was done here because she's from here? I did not think about that until Eileen pointed that out. Yeah. And I think, yes. That had Mike something to drop. do with it? Absolutely. They go into your hometown like that? Oh, yes. <laughs> that oh, yes. Pretty shady, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this is Jess, and that was your top three. If you cheat, do you deserve to go on a free honeymoon? (laughs) (laughs) Right? I mean... Oh, no. That was kind of the question last week, right? Yeah. I mean, I know it sounds... I mean, like, in a nutshell, that's basically... That's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, Mix 106.5, it's Kramer and Jess. If you're new to our show, what we're about to do right now is what we call it a talk me out of it update. On Thursdays, we just come on the radio and we say, hey, who is listening right now that has an idea going through their head and like it feels kind of crazy to you? Call us, tell us what that idea is, and then we'll either tell you to go for it or we'll talk you out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Remind us of Anonymous' story before we find out what she did. Anonymous was debating on whether or not to basically cancel her grandson's honeymoon. So she had promised him, hey, Buy everything you need for your honeymoon, put it on a credit card, and I will give you a check on your wedding day, which was supposed to be this last weekend of $6,000. She recently found out that his fiance actually cheated on him. She found that out from her daughter. Um, They were debating back and forth to go through the wedding. They ended up working it out, and they got married over the weekend. And so now it's just a matter of did she tell him that she didn't want to pay for his honeymoon anymore for a cheater? What do you think before we bring her on? Honestly, she sounded pretty damn she, sure on Thursday. She sounded very adamant about that decision, and I don't think that she had a check for him on Saturday. All right, let me let me get her back on. Uh, the voice disguiser is on. Uh, hello, anonymous. Hello. Thank you for calling us back. By the way. No, definitely. Did you pay for the honeymoon? No, <gasps> I did not. No. I had a long conversation with my grandson after I spent hours and hours thinking about it, praying about it, talking to my daughter, but I I just told him I couldn't go through with it. In good conscience, I could not support him marrying someone who I knew was a cheater. Wait, did you, wait, you told him this at the wedding? Oh, no, 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 no. I spoke to him before. Well, then how awkward, um, how awkward was the wedding? I didn't go. Oh. You didn't go? No. 
it would have been not a good situation all the way around. So I, I said, I'll sit this one out and I'll be there for you for the next time. Wait, what? Wait, what next time? What do you mean? Is that, wait, you, I, wait, what did you actually, like, wait, what did you say? I told him that I couldn't support him marrying this girl. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a very bad move for him to do, and I have a feeling that it's not going to last very long. I said that I would support him the next time. I'm the money's still sitting there waiting for him when he marries someone that is worthy of him. Wow! Oh my goodness! And how did that go over? Not very good. Yeah. How are you feeling about missing your grandson's wedding? I mean, all of it now. Yeah. Now that it's like in hindsight, do you feel like you do you feel like it was the right decision? I still struggle with that a little bit, but I know in my heart that I feel like I did the right thing for me, for my conscience. Yeah. It, this one, I, like, like yeah. this one hurts, uh, and I'm sure it's it, it's it's painful. I mean, like we said on Thursday, though, like it's your money, <laughs> and and. I, I don't know. Maybe when everything, the dust settles, this can be, like, readdressed. Oh, it has to be. I mean, I, I think for a while, I Damn. think it's something that needs to be worked on because I think from him, mm-hmm. he's probably, I don't, I can't even imagine what kind of place his, he's in, but I really hope that you guys can come to a place where you don't lose your relationship over her. Right. Oh, I, I, I understand that, but... Uh... Yeah. I couldn't go against my own beliefs. No, I get, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I just feel like that. And like, you know, as a planning a wedding, Jess, like, well, yeah. it's not like you just got just... like five extra grand sitting around. But hey, listen, hey, it's your, it's your money. Um, I'm just, just thankful you called us and told us how it yeah, happened. We appreciate anyone that calls us back to give us uh, the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the situation. So thank you for taking the time to do that. Uh, you're welcome. I mean, Daniel, what's, what's your thoughts? What a piece of crap. You think she's a piece of crap? I do. The grandmother, she's got to burn in hell. Really? <laughs> she, to just abandon her grandson on his wedding day and then, to, you know, to set him up to put, put this stuff on a credit card and then not pay for it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm struggling. I mean, I'm, I'm struggling. I, with it. I don't agree with you on that part. I think when we when we first talked about the conversation, and I think I'm also I'm probably definitely biased since I'm literally in the wedding planning stage right, right. now in my life that I can't imagine someone that I trust telling me. I got you. Here's six thousand dollars. Put it all all on a credit card. And me planning my entire honeymoon around that, and then the day of that being taken away. You know, just 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 to abandon your 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 family like that. You know, it's just unfathomable. I just the only thing that I understand is obviously she's very uh, strict in her principles when it comes to infidelity, and I, you can't force anybody to give someone a gift like that's not no you can't but she said it first though it's know, not like man. he asked hey grandma can you pay for my honeymoon she said that that's what she would do which i i get it no one owes you a gift at all but if someone tells you they're going to do something and especially when money's involved even besides the money is be there for your family you know yeah. even even when they don't th- do things that you agree with mm-hmm. be there for your family there he goes thank you daniel all right 410-583-1065. Lorraine and Rosedale, what you thinking? Grandma is toxic. <gasps> wow. Every, I mean, it seems like everyone's everyone's opinion is kind of going that way. Why do you say that? Yeah, she just, she's extremely toxic and needs to sit down and mind her business and just be a grandmother. So you think she should have she given that money hands down no matter what? 
Uh, yeah, because she already said she would. Yeah. They have a huge bill now, mm-hmm. which they probably aren't going to be able to pay. I don't like the fact, here's what, I, here's what, I, what I, I 100% don't like. I don't like when she said, I'll pay for it the next time. I think that was absolutely inappropriate and unnecessary. But do you also agree if it goes against her morals of what a oh, come on. what a relationship should look like, does that also make you feel like she should still have to pay, put that money down if she's like, I don't approve of this relationship anymore? Uh, I think, like, she's toxic and using and manipulating the system to control people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's what she's using and manipulating the situation in order herself in control of others. Wait, say that one more time. Your phone broke up? She is manipulating the situation in order to control of other people. Oh, so you're saying she's using that she money. was holding yeah, she's holding it over his head. And, and, wow. and I think I think when it comes to this kind of stuff, Graham, it's like you want your family to help you and give you a gift out of the love of their heart, whereas instead of holding something over your head because it's not a gift this anymore. First time doing this, I'll tell you. She's done okay. other things. Oh, you think you think this, this is, is maybe this may rolls. be a toxic trait of hers to kind of control situations via money. Okay. I feel that. Yeah. Lorraine, thank you for calling. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.